Welcome to the 16th episode of Pixels, Polygons, and Fun, a video game podcast where we talk about anything under the video game sun. I am your host, Raging Gingy, and along with me today is my co-host, Mr. Pegasus. Pegasus, Pegasus, how are you, buddy? (laughs) I'm pretty good. I kind of like wasted my day today. I've been slipping in and out of consciousness all on and off all day. Oh, I feel you. I'm more sitting here dealing with a mind-boggling situation. Who in their right mind would think, hey, let's make pumpkin spice go with everything. (laughs) But no, let's do (laughs) Frosted Flakes pumpkin spice. Today on Polygons and Fun. Fucking disgusting. (laughs) And the sad part was that the two-year-old saw Tony the Tiger, and he just had to have it. I tried to get him to get the regular one, but no, he kept fucking pointing towards the pumpkin spice one. But you should have been like, hey, Tony the Tiger's on this one, too. I tried. Boy didn't want it. He, he, need, he needs the pumpkin spice, Tony the Tiger. And me not liking the waste my money. I'm not going to let the box go to waste, so I've had a bowl, and uh, disgusting. Oh, my God. But anyway, welcome, you guys. We are glad you're you're here with us yet again. And, the uh, 17th time, the 17th time, if you listen to the special episode. Yeah, it's 16th time for what time I am concerned. But like we always do, we have some news to talk about first, you guys. But as always... I've been told I've been on the phone too much, but you know what? I gotta make a phone call, so we'll be right back. Oh, yes. Oh, I see. Good news, everyone! And welcome back, you guys, to our news segment. Have a few stuff to talk about today. Well, I was about to say, we didn't really talk about news, so I was hoping you had it, and we weren't gonna be like, oh, shit. No, I have some stuff to talk about. <laughs> so, quick little uh, Pokemon news update the community day as of this recording has happened the community day for november as we've discussed uh the last episode is syndicals hopefully you guys got your your shiny boys i need me a shiny quilava i need me a shiny a shiny slick porcupine well you do sir quilava quilava is objectively the best member of the line this has been proven to me recently no, I bet. He's just so he's just so slick. He's so cool. Then, uh, next update: we have a new uh, distribution. Thanks, this if you were not aware. This is uh Ooh. globally the different Ash Hat Pikachu's that we've gotten over the last year before. Oh yeah, the uh, the release of Pokemon the movie. I choose you. You can now get the Hoenn, Sinnoh, Unova, Kellos, and Alola Cup Pikachus with the different passcodes. I'm not going to read all of those passcodes. You can find the passwords. I'll drop it in a general 
Discord uh, in the uh, general channel of our Discord, or you can find it at Serebii.net. But uh, yeah, go get your uh, Agitat Pikachu's if you did not get the if you did not get any of them. Yeah, I had I, I I helped my friend redeem that event, and now I've challenged him to run through his entire Ultra Moon game with just those Ashcap Pikachu's because he had just gotten it. And then, of course, we are now six days away from the release of Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. The next time we record this show, that game will be out. It I will know. Have been out for oh a my day. god, I can't wait. Anyway. Next uh, story I wanted to um, bring up, and I'm pulling this from GameSpot, and this one is a bit of a downer. Um, Final okay. Fantasy 15 DLC canceled. Director Hajime Tabata leaves. Square Enix posts three thirty-three million dollar loss. Oof. And and I am uh, pulling this from GameSpot, by the way. Um, in an unexpected announcement, Square Enix announced the, can- the cancellation of three of four planned Final Fantasy XV episode expansion DLCs. They have also confirmed that game director Hajime Tabata, I am mispronouncing that, I am so sorry, sir, has left the company. Tabata's last day at Square Enix was October 31st. The canceled Final Fantasy DLC episode includes Arania... Lunafrey and Noctis. The fourth one, Arden, remains in development and is scheduled to launch March 2019. So what you're saying is that they decided to lock some of the story of Final Fantasy 15 beside behind DLC paywalls, and then they canceled those DLC paywalls. Now, from what it also says here. Um, that the expansion DLCs were being developed by Luminos the new internal studio at Square, but that team apparently is now focusing on making a new AAA game, though it hasn't been announced yet. In an earnings report, Square Enix has announced a major change to Luminous that resulted in, quote, extraordinary loss amounting to $33 million. Unfortunate for them. Right. I I enjoyed playing 15 of what I played of it, but... I mean, the most time... I've spent with a game by Square is Final Fantasy VII, and I right. Maybe I played a little bit more Mario RPG than I have Final Fantasy VII. I don't know, but I haven't played a whole heck of a lot of either of them. All right. The next thing I wanted to um talk about today is certainly something that I am not going to use my Switch for, but uh, okay. the Switch finally has a YouTube app. Yes. Why? Good. Why do you want to watch YouTube on your Switch when you have your phone? You have your smart TVs. You probably have your Xboxes, your PlayStation. Why Gingy. would you want YouTube Gingy. on the Switch? Calm down. Game systems need to have this kind of thing. They need to be a con- a piece of convenient hardware that will allow you to do more than just play games. That boosts sales if you honestly, because you're like, oh, this thing can play these really cool video games and I can watch YouTube on it? Right, but I don't know, man. I I know know. I was right, like, I was right pissed as a kid when you couldn't watch YouTube on the DSi and on the 3DS. The 3DS YouTube app took years to get released. 
But I, I don't know. I just, I don't, I can't see a situation where if I am playing on my Switch, hey, no, I don't want to play a game. I want to watch YouTube when my TV has a YouTube app in it. Some people don't have smart TVs, Gingy. I know, I, but I, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I, well, I mean, there's one in the house in my mother's room. Right. I want to be able to stream video on my game consoles. I feel like it's a necessity. They need to roll out like Netflix and Hulu and stuff as well sooner rather than later. I I guess, but, um, next one I wanted to talk about, um, Xbox game pass has a mobile app that was released. Ooh, fun. So coming from GameSpot again, Microsoft has launched an Xbox Game Pass application for iOS and Android devices. As detailed during the XO18 event, the app allows users to browse the library of titles that are part of the Game Pass subscription, and through the app, you can forcibly download them to your Xbox One console. So that means while you're out and about, you're you're at Walmart, you're doing your grocery shopping, and the thought occurred to you, hey, I know that. PUBG recently came to Xbox Game Pass. I'm going to go ahead and log on the app. Do, do, do. Oh, look, here's PUBG. Downloads. By the time I take my happy ass home, PUBG is waiting for me on the Xbox One to immediately jump in. There you go. There you go. It's good. It's good. Which, yeah, by the way, the biggest new addition to Xbox Game Pass is uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Okay, I have a piece of news. You might have it too, but I kind of want to talk about this. Go for it. Because it's big for me. There was another Let's Go trailer recently, like a 40-second yeah. trailer. Was that on your on your news? Were you about to talk about it? It was not, but take the floor. Yes, because it, it's very cool. We got a little Let's Go trailer. We saw some cool stuff. We saw the last couple of gym leaders. We saw... We saw Koga, we saw Sabrina, and Koga has like a little ninja mouth thing, and I think that's real cool. I think that's pretty sweet. We saw Sabrina, we saw Blaine, and then we saw Giovanni and Team Rocket, which was awesome. And then we got to see the Elite Four. We got Yes, we did. Yep, yep. We got to see Agatha, Lance, uh, Bruno, and Lorelai. And we ha- we gotta we gotta we gotta see three certain trainers who go by the name of well two certain trainers that we know like a hundred percent from the games known as Red and Blue. Yeah, buddy. Red, Red, the main protagonist of Gen One and the final boss of Gen Two, and Blue, the rival of Gen One and the Viridian City gym leader in Gen Two of uh, Ver- Viridian, yeah, but I get Viridian Vermilion mixed up all the time. It's a it's an easy mistake to make. And we also saw who I guess the people in like the game community would call Leaf, but she was very clearly in her ma in her manga design where she is called Green rather than in her Fire Red Leaf Green design where she's called Leaf. Right. Hella hype, dude. Yeah, it kind of made me think about this. I'm sure I'm way 
off the money with this, and I don't expect it at all to be true. But Let's Go is a game that's like supposed to feel like a living, breathing Pokemon world. And the creator of the of Pokemon has said that the most accurate representation of the Pokemon world he's seen is the Pokemon Adventures manga. So it kind of made me think maybe Let's Go is going to take place in the manga canon. But probably not. But it would be cool, though. But if that's the case, if this game does go in the direction of the manga, I don't want Leaf to be a bitch like she is in the manga. She is my waifu, and you hold your tongue. <laughs> I mean, granted, she's not at that uh, fuck you bitch level like concrete bitch, but she she's up there. She's a charming criminal. I like her. She's nice. All right, Peg. Anything? Uh, anything else? I was about to say something. Yes, but. I feel like they won't go in that direction just because of like some strong character changes. Like for it to be part of the manga canon, uh, Lieutenant Surge and Koga would have to be Lieutenant Surge, Koga, and Sabrina would have to be at least formerly members of, Team, of Rocket. Team Rocket. And I don't know if they'd go that route. And also, the Elite Four would be straight up evil because they are in the manga. Yeah, the manga is legit, you guys. If you haven't read it, what the hell are read you doing? Read the manga. We're gonna. We're going to talk about the manga on Variety Hour. You bet your ass we are. Regularly. Maybe kind of like I did once on another podcast, but that never happened. Well, I have to wait and see on that one, but any other news you wanted to bring up, Peg? Uh, That's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Did you have anything else? All right. Well, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and cut the new segment here. You guys, we're going to jump into our second segment. We will be right back. And we'll come back, you guys, to our second segment where we'll talk about what we've been up to the last week, video game-wise or anything else. Peg, what have you been up to? Not a whole lot. I've played a decent amount of video games. I, uh brain work better um i played not much final fantasy 7 this week it got away from me this week with some other stuff i did i talk about getting pokemon sun last episode i believe you did yes yeah i got pokemon sun because penguin is a mad woman and got me a 50 dollar shop gift card and i started nuzlocking it because Jolly making me nuzlocke it. And I got some cool pokes, not gonna lie. I haven't picked it up in a while, though, because it is Pokemon Sun, and I hate it. I don't like it. I have a, I have a Cartoon Network naming theme. Nice. I, didn't steal, I didn't steal it from Jolly. It's not specifically the cartoon cartoons like him. It's just, like, anything that aired for a significant amount of time on Cartoon Network. I have a, I have a, a Lowland Grimer named Uncle G for uncle grandpa and it's great it's perfect did you go silent no I was, I was listening i'm waiting for you to get a pokemon and name it courage so if you get a, a dog type pokemon of any kind i think you get, I, I think you get Lollipop pretty soon and i'm hoping i do so i might name it courage. name it courage i feel like i had another dog name in mind though but i don't remember it right now so yeah yeah unless i like remember some crazy dog name, I'm gonna name it Courage. Damn straight. I mean, I was... Oh yeah, I was kind of considering naming a Lollipop Dookie from Johnny Tess, but yeah. 
Courage is much better. I like Dookie too. You like Dookie from who? Yes, what I a, like Johnny Test. Who likes Johnny Test? The answer is like no one. I like Johnny Test because I like the Pokemon ripoffs of Screecherine, which is clearly yes. Shadow Lugia. Yeah, okay, that was great. The Pokemon ripoff episodes were great just because I'm a Pokemon fan. I can appreciate the satire, but Johnny Test as a whole is bad. I must uh, disagree with you on that one, but what else have you been playing? Hmm. I played a little bit of uh, I actually started a Nuzlocke very briefly because I'm waiting for my friend to come back because we were like making fun of it together. I found this really like hilariously bad English translation of the original Pokemon Green version. So I very briefly started a Nuzlocke of that game. I didn't get any encounters yet. I chose Bulbasaur, and his name was something real stupid that I don't remember. But Pidgeys are called Bobo, and I'm gonna catch a po- I'm gonna catch a Bobo, and it's I'm not gonna evolve it. It's gonna be a Bobo forever. <sighs> Cause that's just too great, and I need a Bobo in my life. And if it dies, I'll shed I'll shed real actual tears. Real actual tears. Yes. All uh, right, man. What else have you been up to? Yeah, that's why I was saying um. I'm thinking, God. Hmm. I've played. I know there's more. It's just escaping me. Oh, I played a little bit of Kirby's Dreamland too, which was. One of the games I got with the remaining money that I had after getting Pokemon Sun. Kirby's Dream Land 2 for the Game Boy. Well, that was a good game. Yeah, it's a good game. I don't think there's a bad Kirby game in existence. It just, it just can't happen. It's impossible. What's your favorite Kirby game? My favorite Kirby game? Favorite what? Kirby game. I'm putting you on the spot. Oh, God. I... I'm having a real hard time thinking of a favorite. Uh, maybe Superstar? But I feel like if I had more time with 64, the Crystal Shards, it would overtake it. I've just never been able to play through that game fully. But yeah, right. for now, Superstar. Okay. More specifically, Superstar Ultra, because that's the one I remember as a kid, the DS remake. So yeah, I also played a little bit of Sonic 2, which I also was the other game I got with the remaining $10. For my 3DS. Which kind of irks me because, like, it's not, like, a straight-up virtual console thing. Like, it's its own port. And if you're gonna port it, why not just use the the better version? The Christian Whitehead version? Right. Instead of just, like, emulating the Genesis version with, like, a weird menu. That was my grievance with it. On the console version, too, the console ports of those games don't use the Christian Whitehead version. Even though... The Sonic CD console version is the Christian Whitehead version. It's real confusing. Sega does not know how to port games good. Sega. Sega, Sega irks me sometimes. Sega's responsible for a lot of my greatest memories, but they also make me mad on occasion. Right. Speaking of Sega, I need to beat Sonic Generations because I was going to do a thing on the YouTube channel 
TMTM new podcast question mark maybe I already told you about it but I'm sure you forgot yeah I'm drawing a blank you could cut this out if you want to keep element surprise but yeah I mentioned this to you before I want to start a little YouTube podcast on this on the channel called Peg's Retrospectives where I talk about the my experience with a game that I beat recently so stay tuned for that, ladies and gentlemen. YouTube oh, link is uh, down below. Yeah, I'm not going to bother fucking. I know future Gingy is going to be tired and pissed off. So it's, eh. it's okay, future Gingy. I got you. <laughs> looking out. Looking out for uh, tomorrow, Gingy. The Gingy of tomorrow. Right, because tomorrow Gingy is not going to be a happy Gingy. I'm not going to be... Tomorrow Pegasus is going to be happy Pegasus because I have to stay up late because I have to record Poker Survivor after this. <laughs> How do you think I feel? Future Genji is going to be pissed with all the podcast recordings. But anyway, we're getting off track. Yeah, Future Genji. Tomorrow Genji is going to be editing Poker Survivor too. So yeah, you're welcome. What else have you been up to? Um, Let's see. I... I don't want to forget something because, like, I had it happen before when I forgot that I played Undertale and I, like, freaked out, like, halfway into the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think that's it. Okay. Besides well, what is going to be publicized on Poker Survivor, I obviously did my Elimination Lock Challenge. No deaths. Spoilers. This is coming out before Poker Survivor, but yeah, who cares? I didn't have anything die, which is good. Bravo. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna get murderated in PvP because my Pokemon are bad, and my Pichu doesn't allow, and my Pichu doesn't love me enough to evolve. Huh? All right, man. I haven't, um, I haven't done much myself. I know, um, biggest thing I've done, uh. This week was uh, Pokemon Go, because as we reported last week with the um, the Adventure Sync, if you guys aren't aware how Adventure Sync works, it, you have to pair it with in a, like a Google Fit or um, Apple Health, and through that it tracks how many steps you take, and then it'll take that information ported over to Pokemon Go. So while Excuse me, you don't even have your game pulled up. It can be completely force-closed, and while you're walking around, you're getting your buddy candy Pokemon, you are getting your um, egg hatch, your eggs hatching. And I've been... Oh boy, I've been, I've been having fun, to say the least. I think so far this week, I've walked 64.5 kilometers. I've been having fun walking. But no, I played uh, Pokemon Go. Um, I am still hard at work in Jurassic World Alive to be getting my Indominus Rex. Nice. It's, it, it's a pain in the ass. It's similar to Pokemon Go. You, you need, you know, that certain amount of dino DNA for every dinosaur, you know, to, to level them up and all that fun jazz. And with the uh, with the hybrid dinosaurs, you need a certain amount of DNA points to kind of combine them, so you can get the DNA of the combined animal. 
if that makes sense, if you're following me. Yes. And for, for the for the Indominus Rex to just do that once to combine, obviously, the T-Rex DNA and the Velociraptor DNA, I need to legit have 50 T-Rex DNA points, which may not sound like much, but since the T-Rex is a, um, a legendary uh, rarity, you don't get a lot of DNA at a time when you, when you hunt them down. And you need, I kid you not, 500 Velociraptor DNA points. Just to fuse once. And when you uh, fuse the dino DNA, you can get anywhere ranging between 10 to 30 DNA of that hybrid dinosaur. And you need 150 total to get the Indominus, and I think I'm sitting right about 75. Somewhere around there. But um, what else? What else have I played this week? I've played more of uh, Dokkan Battle. You know, working on all my Dragon Ball Z stuff. Still, I'm still playing Dragalia Lost. Because that game is still fun as hell. I recommend it for anyone. Uh, trying to think what else I have been... I've been up to... I, I've been doing the the Nuzlocke with you, Peg, and I have been um, also playing the the Nuzlocke with another oh. few good buddies of mine, Patrick and Flame and Air from BBR. But um, I don't think I told you this yet, Pegasus. I was playing, you know, I was working on the grinding for my black and white um, Nuzlocke playthrough. If you tell me about the shiny timber that I was on phone call with you when you got, I swear to God. Were we on phone call? Yes, we were on the phone when you got it. Well, the viewers don't know, Pegasus. I was grinding my Pokemon to get my team up to the level limit, and as I was grinding, I came across a shiny full-odd timber. Which is insane. Speaking of which, I need to plug my tablet in so I can charge it. But anyway, that's pretty much pretty much been my week. I've also played uh, specifically for the Pokemon Go Community Day today, and I would say I'm successful. I got a total of six shinies. You got those happy little porcupine friends. One of which you're going to definitely give to me. Yes, one of them is for you. I've also uh, have two shiny type flosions with blast burn, which is better turn mine into a cool lava so it can be slick and cool and objectively the best member of the evolutionary. I'll let you do that. You evolve your own. I don't have Cyndaquils. That's right. My neighborhood sucks for Pokemon. Because you're in Florida. I mean, I don't think my state sucks for Pokemon. Just the part of it I'm in. No, you got some fucking regional exclusives. I'm kind of pissed off about what the fuck does Nebraska have? We we have corn. Doesn't Heracross isn't Heracross exclusive to me? Yeah, Heracross is around your region, and now so is Carnivine. Yes, I love Carnivine. But all right, you guys, I think uh, been rambling for quite a while now, so I don't have anything else. I've done this week. Um, I mean, besides playing 
Pokemon with my two year old. I have a, a video of it where he would he has his uh, plush great ball. He knew he would say, "I choose you," and he would throw the great ball at me. Start him young. You know, know how it is. I know that that stuff melts my heart. Oh my god, he's my, he's my little boy. But anyway, we'll go ahead and uh, cut the second segment there, and we will jump into our topic. We will be right back. Why'd you stress the word we? Like they doubted that both of us were going to be talking about the topic. <laughs> I know, it just, I don't think I could have sport this pun anywhere else. Oh. <laughs> oh. I didn't even get it. Unless, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe I need to go to the doctor. Do you, do you want to call me a wee you, wee you? God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you guys, welcome to the third segment. And if you haven't guessed by now, we will be talking about Wii Sports. And this this definitely isn't a topic that we thought about about last second. Let me tell you something about Wii Sports. One of the best-selling video games of all time. Yes, it is. I told Jinji, I was like... Tell me you don't have enough memories about Wii Sports to fill an episode. Literally everyone has memories about Wii Sports. Yeah. I don't know if I want to say that on there, though. Genji, pull up, like, the Wikipedia article of Wii Sports. You can tell them, like, when it was released and all that semantic shit. Wii Sports came out in the year 2006. It was developed and published... By Nintendo. You heard me right. Came out on the Wii originally. The game was released in North America along with the Wii as a starter package game. However, it was released in Australia, Japan, and Europe the following month. Mm Mm-hmm. What was their packing game? Uh, Mario Tennis, I believe. I could be mistaken. No, I'm not. I'm not entirely too sure. I think the only launch titles for the Wii were. Uh, uh, I want to say it I was know. Wii Sports. It was Wii Sports, Excite Trucks, and one other game. I'll look that up. But um, the game itself, if you've been living under a rock and you don't know, is a collection of five sports simulations designed to demonstrate the motion sensor capabilities of the Wii Remote. The five sports are basketball. Basketball. Wow. No. Excuse me? Baseball. That's not a thing. I know. I'm sorry, ladies and gents. That's baseball, a Wii Sports Resort, which bowling, we will get to. Golf, boxing, and the best sport ever on this game, fight me, is tennis. I'll fight um, you because the, ga- the best sport ever on this game is bowling. Please. Wii Sports was um, well received by critics and re- uh, received a number of awards. They have, by the end of 2017, they have sold over 82 million copies, which is the best-selling single-platform game of all time and fourth-best overall. Wii Sports has been featured on television in Wii commercials, new reports, and other programming. Wait, Wii Sports? 
Wii Sports was the first best for a while, right? It only yeah. got surpassed like recently. I'm assuming what surpassed it is like GTA Five. I would assume so. And then um, there was a high definition remake, Wii Sports Club, which was released 2013 for the Wii U. Does that even have all the sports? That took so long to get all the sports. That it did. It started with like only bowling and tennis, and then it got like baseball, and then it got boxing. Then, um, quick little thing about development. Um, Katsuya Iguchi, really hope I'm pronouncing that right, who managed um, Software Development Group 2 at um, Nintendo Entertainment's Analysis and Development, who produced, produced Wii Sports. With the Wii, Nintendo desired to reach people who hadn't played video games before. So to do that, they needed software that allowed both long-time and first-time players to interact each other with a fun way. And I think I definitely I have some good memories with Wii Sports, specifically baseball and tennis, for example, that I would play with a bunch of friends. Yeah, it's a really fun multiplayer game. Uh, at the E3 Expo at... Uh, uh, 2006, the, four, the first sport game in the game was announced as Wii Sport Tennis. It was later announced at Nintendo's press conference prior to E3. It would be part of a sports package. Satoru Iwata introduced this package hey. as Wii Sports and stated it, it would include tennis, golf, and baseball. The game was featured as both a video demonstration and an on-stage playable demo. The demo Jimmy, featured. I thought you were the, talking about your memories of the game, unless you were at E3 2006. <laughs> no, I was just reading the uh, the Wikipedia article. You were like, "Let's talk about some memories," but first, let's do this thing that I was already doing. <laughs> right, but no, I remember um, working hard in Wii Tennis to get the master. I believe it's the master rank. It's the pro rank, unless pro rank. rank sorry, yeah the pro rank of tennis, and then playing a bunch of games of baseball with my buddy Daniel. But um, I still I remember like- playing Wii Tennis, and I told you this before we started recording, Pig, but I, I feel like baseball is one of tennis. I feel like baseball has- is one of the two sports in Wii Sports that's really fun as single player, even. Like, the other one's boxing. I feel like the other three need multiplayer, usually, to, like, be more fun. Right. But, uh... I remember playing Wii Tennis, and I had a friend of me, a friend of mine, a friend come of behind me. me, and they thought legitimately I was uh, pleasuring myself when they were asking, "What you know, Gingy? What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> playing Wii Tennis, dumbass. But yeah, lots of lots of good. Gingy, why would you do Wii this sports. on my couch? Uh, I'm I'm playing Wii Tennis. Why wouldn't I do it on your couch? <laughs> okay, my mind just went to somewhere very fucked up with some uh, fucked up puns, so I'm gonna go ahead and keep my mouth shut. Do you have any memories of Wii Sports, Peg? I do, mainly the sport I remember the most. Well, single player, I played res- wrestling, boxing all the time. Like, I'd, I'd sit down for a nice session of Wii boxing. 
and it'd be real, real fun. I wasn't the best at it. Once you got to, like, the rank where you were at, like, 600-something points, I started losing uh, over and over. But the Wii Sport that I was the best at was bowling. And my mother also loved Wii Sports bowling. I have a lot of memories of playing Wii bowling with my mother and other various friends of my mother or friends of mine that would come over. Right. And I actually made it to the pro rank on bowling. That's the only sport I made it to the pro rank on was bowling. Because I I was the sharpshooter. I was the bowling pro. Someday, Jinji, um, someday, Jinji, I'm going to come up there and we're going to play some Wii Sports bowling. (laughs) I'm fine with that. I still have Wii Sports in my Wii. Not only do you have it, you have it in your Wii. Ready to go. Yes. But um, uh, sales-wise for um, Wii Sports, unless you have other stories you wanted to you wanted to share. Um, I'm trying to think of any fun ones. Um, I remember sucking at life as a kid, and like they had like this thing that would like test your fitness age or whatever. Like the lower it was, the better, and I used to get like forty. So yeah, I was I was performing. My fitness was the equivalent of a forty year old man, apparently. So that's pretty great. <laughs> Even but- back then, when I was like a spry little kid, now I'm a fat t- teenager. Hey. I'd probably be like eighty seven. What? Change that word, child. Oh, I was fluffy. Thank you. Talk about Wii Sports now. Anyway, um, by the end of 2007, Wii Sports was the best-selling Wii game. Um, In Japan, where the game was not included with the system, that uh, Wii Sports sold uh, about 170,000 copies in the first two days of of release. A record for a seventh-generation console in Japan. By February um, 2007, it has sold over a million copies. There you go. Um, In early May 2007, game industry research firm Media Create placed Wii Sports third in their their list of top 20 games in Japan. It was the best-selling game of 2007 in Japan with 1,911,520 copies sold. It was the tenth best-selling game in Japan in 2008, selling uh, 841,000 copies, borderline 842,000. The game, the game sold uh, 45.71 million copies, including bundle copies worldwide by March 2009. By January 2011, this is a lot of numbers, you guys. Worldwide sales were reported at 75.66 million, which would increase which increased to 82.86 million by September 2018. Man, if I have money, I just like thought of this. If I have money, we should we could both get fucking we sports club because it has online multiplayer. That'd be real fun. I don't have a Wii U though. Do you not Oh shit, you don't. I forgot. Whoops. I used to. 
You're like Mr. Nintendo. You're like Mr. Nintendo man, so I just kind of assume you have Nintendo consoles. Oh, I have Nintendo consoles, but not all of them. Not the Wii U. (laughs) But that pretty much um, wraps up Wii Sports, unless there's anything else you wanted to bring up. Yep, we can move on to the the more paradise version. Now, you may have to take over the conversation because I haven't really played much of that title. Well, you have to pull up the Wikipedia article and get like the release date and crap because I can't do that right now. But other than that, I can take over the conversation. Well, what game are we talking about, Peg? We're talking about Wii Sports Resort, the sequel to Wii Sports. Alright, we'll take it away, sir. I told you to tell them about the date and shit. <laughs> well, talk about the game. Anyway, Wii Sports Resort um, was first announced at the E3 in 2008, which was released in Japan on June 25th, 2009, and in nearly all the regions the following month. While the game was originally released only as a standalone title as of 20, uh, 2009, the game was bundled with newer Wii consoles along with the original Wii Sports. Wii Sports Resort, if you guys are not familiar, is a collection of 15 sports games, which includes the sport, um, enhanced games from Wii Sports along with completely new sections. Yeah, Wii Sports Resort and was the- packed. List of sports are as follows. Swordplay, wakeboarding, frisbee, archery, basketball. See, that's that's where my head was going. Table tennis, which sucks. Original tennis is so much Wii more Sports better. Wii Sports Resort table tennis was the best, and you hold your tongue. Uh, no, sir. You respect your elders, and you're young, so you don't know what you're talking about. Golf, bowling, power cruising, canoeing, cycling, and air sports, which is parachuting and piloting. You know your game is good when it's so memorable that I remember experiences with at least 13 of those sports. Right. So you want me to talk about the game now? Uh, If you want, I can go into sales real quick, then you can... Yeah, to go talk about the sales, and then I'll talk about my memories. Um, with in Japan, Wii Sports Resort sold 150,000 copies within, within its first day of release and over 514,000 copies in two weeks. In North America, it sold over 500,000 copies in its first week. As of August 8, 2009, the game has sold over 2 million copies worldwide with 600,000 copies sold in Europe and 800. 28,000 in Japan. Nintendo has announced on August 25, 2009 that they have sold over 1 million, 1 million units of the game in the United States, Japan, and Europe individually. And um, as of September 30th, 2018, Wii Sports Resort has sold 33.09 million copies worldwide. It's a good game. <laughs> Can I real quick share share a memory that has to like remotely do with Wii Sports in general? By all means, go ahead. This just popped in my head. I made, I got my hands on a video editor and I made like a very, very not safe for work meme involving a Wii Sports soundbite where, where like the announcer goes, nice throw. Oh dear God. 
and I'm <laughs> I don't want to describe it in detail, but it was it was a scene which involved nudity and uh, something was thrown <laughs> and somebody, somebody commented nice throw and I just put the sound bite where the Wii Sports man says nice throw and then an ear rape version of the Wii Sports theme. <laughs> So anyway, as for Wii Sports Resort, yeah, I remember a lot of those sports. They had, like, different versions of each sport. So they had, like, the normal, like, like vanilla version, what you would expect. But they had a bunch of cool shit. Like, sword fighting, there was a mode where you just, like, swung through, like, armies and shit. It was, like, Wii Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, I will admit that game mode was pretty fun. Buddy Daniel pissed me off in that game mode. But otherwise, yeah, it was it was pretty fun. But objectively, the coolest thing ever was the fucking air tour. I don't remember the exact name of it, but you were in a plane and you had to like find tags for like different locations. You were like flying around this island and there were like sights to see. Right. And it was really cool. And you were doing like air tricks and your goal was to find all the tags for the different landmarks. And also a really cool sport I remember was the bike sport where you had a mode where it was like, a bike race through like a bunch of different like land land places that were really cool and crazy. I also remember playing frisbee all the time because the dog was really cute. That it was. Archery was really fun. Sword fighting vanilla was also a really fun thing that I put in from time to time. Sword fighting vanilla was fun just to, like, knock people into the water. I remember basketball. I played basketball all the time. I played table tennis, like, mad. Table I did tennis not was like table jam. tennis. I loved table tennis on a Wii Sports Resort. It was definitely one of my favorite sports in that game. Wakeboarding was really fun. I loved wakeboarding. I liked archery. Yeah, I played some archery. Archery was fun. I, of course, played bowling because that's my Wii Sports life. That's that's me. I play bowling. That's Pegasus is the Wii Sports bowling guy. I suck at bowling. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. I will. And I will relish, once I come up to Nebraska, I will relish in destroying you in Wii Sports bowling and feeling like a god. Alright, All right. any other Closing thoughts there, Peg. This is going to be like a short episode, isn't it? Have we even gone Uh, for like an hour? No, we're right under that. We're right under? Okay, so we're fine then. So it shouldn't be that short. Yeah, Wii Sports was a good franchise, and I'd like to see like... I'd like to see it expand into like Nintendo Sports and have there be like a Switch version. You know, I was actually about to say, because I know... Um, it was main, uh, I think the whole shtick was motion control, so you can easily do that with... I feel like motion control is going to become a mainstay for Nintendo, so they should, like, start, like, Nintendo Sports and just have it be, like, new Wii Sports, but on on their new consoles. Yeah, that'd be nice. Man, but I certainly agree with you on there. But yeah, the Joy-Cons are similar to the Wii Remote. Uh, this is completely unrelated, but just thinking about Joy-Cons is like... I'm imagining people playing, trying to play Smash with one Joy-Con and it just being impossible. Oh god, that just sounds like a nightmare. 
Yeah, uh-huh. Like, I used to be a Wii Remote Smash player, but then I got into the gamepad, and I, I picked up the Wii Remote for the first time in years. Disgusting. I imagine the, 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 the Joy-Con would be that, but worse. Yeah, we got spoiled. But, all right, Peg, um, if we are cutting this a little bit short, we are sincerely sorry, but... Um, to part Peg- the Kimuno real quick, guys. You can help us out with this, maybe. It's only 16 episodes in, and we're kind of running thin on ideas. So, like, if you got topic suggestions, we are very, very open to them, and we'll probably do them. Yeah, by all means, you guys, please feel free to um, reach out. But Pegasus, where can our wonderful listeners find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter at PegasusTheGame1, even though I have not logged into that Twitter in months. I plan on changing that, though. Um, I just, like, I haven't used it in a while, but I just got it in my head to share it every episode, so I keep doing it. So if y'all are, like, DMing me on Twitter and you're not getting a response, <laughs> whoops. Um, your best bet to contact me first in the least, our community Discord. You can talk to me in the channels or DM me. I'm all ears. Find my YouTube content on the channel Pegasus the Gamer. I'm on a couple other podcasts. One other podcast <laughs> right now. Go that's out right now. Ghost of Gaming Future. So a couple are coming soon. One is coming like super soon. Like in a perfect world, it's out before this comes out. Is Poka Survivor, an elimination lock podcast which should be going up on the Pixels YouTube channel, actually, fairly soon. Oh, it certainly will. Stay tuned for that. Yep, yep. And Pokemon Variety Hour, uh, an intro episode, an episode zero, if you will, has been recorded. Jinji's got to edit that shit. And then it'll be up on the Pixels YouTube channel and Podcatchers, probably. We will certainly see. But um, you can follow me at my personal Twitter at Raging Gingy. You can follow the, excuse me, the show at PPAF Podcast. We now have a T Public store, which is tpublic.com slash user slash PPAF Podcast One. We have a Patreon set up if you guys are able to give anything. But as always, I always make sure to say it first take care of yourselves first before. You support us on Patreon. It would mean the world to us. But <laughs> no, I just remember this video that was like, it was like a joke. It was like a survival guide to living on a budget. And it was like, once you've paid for all this stuff and also made your monthly donation to my Patreon, you're running out of money. What do you do? Yeah, no, of course. Take care, of, take care of yourselves first, you guys. If you have the extra income. That would mean the absolute world to us. But um, that would be patreon.com slash PPAF podcast. Have you we- got a- extra money? No newsflash. We don't. So help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could definitely use some help. But um, we have our community discord, which we will always leave the link down below for you guys. Feel free to join. We want to build a community where we can all get together and game together. You know, create a positive environment. Um, we now have a YouTube channel, which we will drop the link down below. Um, you guys, we don't have a specific URL yet, but we will soon. 
Um, it's it's a thing when you get like a thousand subscribers. So by soon he means like years from now. Hey, we'll get there. Promise. <laughs> um, any um, questions, comments, or concerns, or even topic suggestions? If you don't drop it in the Discord or direct DM first, us there. The first YouTube series we have released is called <sighs> "What Does Peck Have Planned Today?" Where I where I present Jinji with random bullshit. <laughs> The first one was us looking at pictures that are hey, Peg. like, what? Try and do the outro here, buddy. Well, I was talking about the Pixels YouTube channel. Trying Fine. to give the viewers details. <laughs> God. Our first yeah. series that we released on the first of many, hopefully, that we released was What Does Peg Have Planned Today? It gives you some random bullshit. The first episode was us looking at pictures that prove you have a dirty mind it was quite interesting so yeah, yeah go check that out that it was but um uh any questions comments or topic suggestions if you don't dm us in discord or drop it in the discord server you can always email us directly at ppafpodcast at gmail.com excuse we want, me we want to hear from you we want your emails man yeah that we do you guys feel free and if you don't want your name um said on air just let us know and we will have no problems whatsoever with reading it as an anonymous email so j- just saying you guys if you want to write into the show by all means that's that's what we're here for but um we Give are now live a- on google play itunes stitcher and spotify if you guys could leave us a review um specifically on itunes if you are able to that would mean the absolute world to us if and, you're a uh, person who listens regularly to this show on iTunes, please just take the time to drop us a review. You do not know how much that helps. It, it really helps does, lot. you guys. But um, with that being said, this has been the 16th episode of Pixels, Polygons, and Fun, a video game podcast. We talk about anything can, under... Can one of our T Public shirts just be... Uh... You like playing Wii Sports, but it like looks like you're jerking off, and your friend's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, and you're, like, playing Wii Sports no, tennis. No, that will not be a t-shirt design. A video game no, podcast. No, no, we no. talk about it's anything not- under the video game sun. No, it's I've not gonna be inappropriate. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like you back, you facing backwards on a couch, and there being like motion coming from your hand, and then your friend being like, "What are you doing?" And you being like playing Wii Sports. T- Kind of stupid. That's more like a, a comic strip. I mean, you could put comic strips on t-shirts. I've seen it. True. Anyway, but uh, anyway, anyway you I'm guys. Pegasus. I've been your host, Raging Gingy. I've been Pegasus. Alright, you guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. We will see you next week. See you next week. Yeah. Wow, wow.